Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the Word. Sorry about that. Global Times global times of devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Praise the Lord. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank esteemed Sister Amaka for the opportunity to take today's intercessory prayers. Praise the Lord. And today, esteemed family, we're going to be praying for the economies of Africa. We're going to affirm that the nations in Africa are liberated from inflation, bad policies, political rivalries, political sanctions, corrupt leaders, debt, high interest rates, dependency on international aid, and low GDP growth rates. We pray that Africa is awakened to the vast natural resources, the bountiful business opportunities, and the robust economic growth potential by the power of the Holy Ghost. We affirm that every leader in Africa is liberated from the spirit of corruption and selfishness and are led by the Holy Spirit to bring development and empowerment to the people in all the nations of Africa, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're going to be standing upon Joshua 20, 23, verse 9 to 11, which says, for the Lord has driven out from before you great nations and strong, but as for you, no man no man has been able to stand before you until this day. One man of one man of you shall chase a thousand for the Lord your God. He he it is that fighteth for you, as he has promised you. Take good heed therefore unto yourselves that ye love the Lord your God. Esteem family, kindly unmute your mic. When a matter reaches your home, you do not sit comfortably. Speak into the economies of Africa. Liberate Africa this day. Kindly unmute your mic and liberate Africa. Oh, Malia, the Gabasila, Catalan, 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 the Gabasila,
Ara ga ba ra 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 
Kabara 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 kabara
Father, we exalt you, O God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the move, for the ministration this morning. Father, we thank you for the economies and nations of Africa. Father, this day we declare, O oh God, that they are liberated and affirm, O oh God, that they are liberated, O oh God, from bad policies, corrupt leaders, O oh God, deceit leaders oh god the church takes a stand oh god in africa oh god for the now is the set time now is the set time to favor nations in africa now is the set time to favor nations in the world oh god release them oh god from the grasp of the enemy oh god the devil has no hold over 
over them. The devil has no hold, oh God, over the economies, oh God, because we are present, oh God. We are the seed of Abraham, and therefore we are blessed. And everything we touch is blessed, oh God. Wherever we walk is blessed, oh God. And the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, oh God. And therefore we live in abundance. We are not affected by the scales of this world. We are not affected, oh God, by the economies and policies of this world. We live in a spiritual economy, in a heavenly realm of God. And therefore things will align according to your will of God. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise. We thank you for the changes effected around the world, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for the alignment, for the prosperity, for the peace, oh God, in every nation. The blessing of Abraham, oh God, reigns supreme. Righteousness and salvation cover the face of this earth, oh God, as waters cover the sea. Knowledge and your wisdom, oh God, is prominent and dominant in every leader who can't this day marika sonto rokoshe kente koraba shantaraba we give you glory, O oh God. We give you praise. We thank you for we are the glory, O oh God. We are the symbol of your presence in the world, O oh God. And therefore things align unto our goodness, O oh God, for our good, O oh God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Amaka, for this opportunity. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for connecting and praying and effecting changes. Praise the Lord. God richly bless you. I now hand over to the praise and worship team. Praise the Lord. From the day that I was born to this moment that I am grown, all I've seen is your love and your faithfulness. Every step that I have taken Every move that I am making, Lord, it is your mighty hands guiding me through. From the day that I was born to this moment that I am grown, all I've seen is your love and your faithfulness every step that i have taken every move that i am making lord it is your mighty hands guiding me through Oh Lord, I'm grateful, you have been faithful, you fill my heart with your love, 
and I'm so grateful. Oh Lord, I'm grateful. You have been faithful. You fill my heart with your love. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you are my God. I'm so grateful that you know my name. Lord, I'm grateful that you saved my life. Lord, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you are my God. I'm so grateful that you know my name. Lord, I'm grateful that you saved my life. And I'm so grateful. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful. Yes, you have been faithful. You fill my heart with your love. And I'm so grateful. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful. You have been faithful. You fill my heart with your love. And I'm so grateful. From the day that I was born. To this moment that I am grown, all I've seen is your love and your faithfulness. Every step that I have taken, every move that I am making, Lord, it is your mighty hands. Guiding me through from the day that I was born to this moment that I am grown. All I've seen is your love and your faithfulness. Every step that I have taken, every move that I am making, Lord, it is your mighty hands guiding me through. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful. You have been faithful. You fill my heart with your love and i'm so grateful oh lord i'm grateful you have been faithful you fill my heart with your love and i'm so grateful Oh, Lord, I'm grateful. Oh, you have been faithful. You fill my heart with your love. 
And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you are my God. I'm so grateful that you know my name. Lord, I'm grateful that you saved my life. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you are my God. I'm so grateful that you know my name. Lord, I'm grateful that you saved my life. Lord, I'm so grateful. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful. You have been faithful. You fill my heart with your love. And I'm so grateful. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful. You have been faithful. As you fill my heart with your love. And I'm so grateful. Lord, I am grateful. You have been faithful. You have filled my life. You have filled my heart. You have filled my desire with your love. You have flooded my life with your light. Oh, you have illuminated my path with your word. I am grateful to you. Oh, child of God, wherever you are, give those hands to God. Oh, express your gratitude to him. Tell him that you are grateful. Oh, count your blessings and name them one by one. Oh, surely it will surprise you how much, how far, how great. Oh, it will surprise you the breadth, the depth, the height of his love. What a God. What a mighty God. Ah, his love is beyond the scientific mind. It is beyond knowledge of the carnal man. It is beyond the understanding of the natural man. Father, we are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful, O God, for who you are to us. We are grateful for what you have done, what you are doing and the things that are yet to be done. Kabo kibaya. Not that you haven't done them, but the things we are yet to assess, which you have done already. We are grateful. Oh, we are grateful for inspired by the word. Oh, we are grateful for the fellowship of the brethren. We are grateful for our dear man of God, highly esteemed Pastor Chris Oyakilome, we are grateful for such a man in such a season, in such a time as this. We are grateful. We are grateful for the love of singers. Oh, we are grateful for true worship. We are grateful, oh God, 
we are grateful for bringing us together from different nations across the world to fellowship in your name. We are grateful, most grateful for the power and the presence in the name of Jesus. We are grateful for giving us that name. We are grateful for the victory that the name of Jesus has the capacity to wrath. We are grateful for the sacrifice of your son. We are grateful for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We are grateful for your word, your word that is alive and potent. We are grateful. We are grateful for the body of Christ across the nations of the world, ministers of the gospel across the nations of the world. We are grateful, oh God. We are grateful that in this season that it is so dangerous to be in this world. We are grateful that we are Christians in this world, knowing the truth, knowing the path and following it. We are grateful for safety, for peace, for security. We are grateful for the ability to pray, for the privilege to pray for other people. We are grateful for the consciousness of Jesus in our hearts. We are grateful, oh God. You have been faithful, filling our hearts with your love. We are grateful. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have worshipped. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Glennis. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Francisca, for the times of worship and intercessory prayer. Thank you. God bless you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. And once again, you are connected to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. That is the primary thing that I am grateful for this moment and in this time. I am grateful. I am grateful. I don't know what encapsulates gratitude for you. I don't know what you see as a blessing. Is it money? Is it when there is something in your account? Is it when the problem has been solved? Are you grateful for sanity? (laughs) I'm letting that sink. Because if you ever come across someone who is insane, you will understand why it is it is an exponential blessing to be able to think right. Are you grateful for walking in the divine path? Have you seen someone? Who is working in error? Everything they do is from one mistake to another. Someone who is being oppressed by the spirit of error. They just can't seem to get it right. What constitutes a blessing for you, child of God? Because these are questions you should ask yourself today. 
then you can determine how grateful you are. You know, if you've been uh, um, if you've been in close proximity with someone who is at the early stages of losing their mind, cry. You will cry, no matter how strong you are. You will cry. You will pray. You will cry. Pray again. Cry. It's it's a continuous cycle. You know, I came across a young man recently. He had just been to one of those um their clubs, and the sister and the father said that he came home, he was fine, dressed up, said he was going out with his friends, and then they went out to a, a lounge, if I, if I understand correctly. Is there a difference? I think they are the same, a lounge and a club, I don't know. Then he came home. And then when he came home early hours of the next morning, guess what they found him doing? He was peeing inside the pots in the kitchen. He left his room, left the lavatory, went to the kitchen, opened the pot, and started peeing inside it. Then I had to hold him. Then he started hitting his head, hitting his hand on his head. And he, as he was screaming, he was, he was asking them to stop talking, that they are talking, that everybody, they are talking, they should keep quiet. He was hearing so many voices in his head. Nobody was talking in the house. But there were too many people talking inside his head. He was screaming, keep quiet, keep quiet. He was hitting his head, hitting his head on the wall, trying to silence the voices. Then they brought him to the emergency. And I saw this spectacularly handsome young man. Tall, handsome full of life. You could just see that he wasn't a waste of space. And he kept screaming, keep quiet, my head, keep quiet, keep quiet. He kept screaming until we had to sedate him. I kept praying, I would pray, I would cry, I would pray, I would cry, I would pray, I would cry. They sedated him. By the time the sedation was wearing off, he was back to where he was. He was screaming, keep quiet, keep quiet. We kept looking for what he took because he had taken a pill. Nobody could identify the pill. We didn't even know what he took so that we would know what we are working for. He just kept screaming. He's in our psychiatric ward till death. Nobody can find what he took. And he has just lost his mind. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? You think you raised those, you raised those children and they are responsible because there is something spectacular you did by yourself without the help of the Holy Spirit? Maybe his mom wasn't praying. What do you think you did by yourself and by your power that put you on that course? What are you grateful for? (sighs) 
Today is Wednesday, the 5th of July, 2023. And the title of today's devotional is The Divine Path. Our theme scripture for today is taken from Ephesians 2, verse 10, the Amplified Classic. And the Bible says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those things, those good works, which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking path which he prepared ahead of time, that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. <sighs> I don't know if I'm the only one that read it. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand. What are you grateful for? For us, the plan for us, taking parts which he prepared ahead of time, that we would walk in those parts that he prepared ahead of time, planned beforehand, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. The Bible teaching us, teaches us, Pastor says, that there are two paths for every man. There's a natural path, and then there's a divine path. The natural path is subject to causes and effects. For example, if you were born in a certain neighborhood or attended a certain school, it would be easy to predict how you'd turn out. This is why it's easy for Satan to toy with the natural paths or natural destinies of people. The divine path, however, is different. It begins when you are born again. And this path is like a mystery. The world can't figure you out or predict your life because you've been born again. God has made you a limitless wonder. Your life is one of infinite possibilities because of his divine ability at work in you. Child of God, Choose the divine path. Choose the divine path. The divine path makes your life worth living. You keep making remarkable progress on every side because you're piloted by the Holy Spirit. While people are still wondering at your advancement, you will hear the Spirit's voice saying, look up. I'm taking you higher. Look up. Keep looking unto Jesus. <laughs> I am taking you higher. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. I am grateful that you are piloting my life. You just keep pushing forward and making progress. Perhaps. You're reading this today and you've never been born again. I urge you now to give your heart to the Lord even now. 
so that you can begin your journey on the divine path. Turn to the prayer of salvation page at the back of this devotional. Pray that prayer and mean the words with all your heart. You will be awakened to the fatherhood of God and his light will shine in your spirit, guiding you on the way of success, prosperity, and victory evermore. May we have the prayer of salvation. Wherever you are, if you're not born again, there is no greater opportunity like now. Just as pastor has instructed us, kindly repeat after me. Oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, son of the living God. I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. Hallelujah. Child of God, rejoice. Welcome to the divine path of life. <laughs> Hear the Holy Spirit tell you, look up. I am taking you higher from glory to glory now and always. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear esteemed family, for being part of today's devotional. God bless you. Thank you, dear esteemed Pastor Dapandila, for sharing your screen. And I want to thank especially their esteemed Sister Makama, for the amazing opportunity to stand in for her and take today's rhapsody. God bless you. And right now, I will hand over to dear esteemed Pastor Nyema, who will take us in the further studies. Do enjoy the rest of the devotion. Over to you, Ma. God bless you. Thank you so much, esteemed Dr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We're going over to the Bible study segments for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the rhapsody. Thank God. For Romans 8.29 says, For whom he did for you, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Romans 12.2 and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, 
that he may prove what is, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Ephesians 1.11, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him, who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Praise the Lord. Let's take the prayer together. Thank you, Father, for leading me by your spirits in the divine paths that you have prearranged for me. You have granted me everything I will ever require to fulfill all you have called me to do. Thank you for leading me in the paths of glory and goodness as I live in your perfect will. Pleasing you in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament children for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of Acts. Just a moment, please. Acts chapter 17. We are reading from 16. Caption, Athens. The longer Paul waited in Athens for Silas and Timothy, the angrier he got. All those idols. The city was a junkyard of idols. He discussed it with the Jews and other like-minded people at their meeting places. And every day he went out on the streets and talked with everyone who happened along. He got to know some of the Epicurean and Stoic intellectuals pretty well through these conversations. Some of them dismissed him with, this, with sarcasm. What a moron. But others listened to him to go on about Jesus and the resurrection were intrigued. That's a new slant on the gods. Tell us more. These people got together and asked him to make a public presentation. Over, the, over at the Areopagus, where things were a little, a little quieter, they said, this is a new one on us. We've never heard anything quite like it. Where did you come up with this anyway? Explain it so we can understand. Downtown Athens was a great place for gossip. There were always people hanging around, natives and tourists alike, waiting for the latest tidbits on most anything. So Paul took his stand in the open space at the Areopagus and laid it out for them. It's plain to see that you Athenians take your religion seriously. When I arrived here the other day, I was fascinated with all the shrines I came across. And then I found one inscribed to the God nobody knows. I'm here to introduce you to this God so you can worship intelligently know who you are dealing with. The God who made the world and everything in it, this master of the sky and land doesn't live in custom-made shrines or need the human race to run errands for him as if he couldn't take care of himself. He makes the creatures and the creatures don't make him. Starting from scratch, he made the entire human race and made the earth hospitable 
with plenty of time and space for living so we could seek after God and not just grope around in the dark, but actually find him. He doesn't play hide and seek with us. He's not remote, he's near. We live and move in him. Cuts can't get away from him. One of your poets said it well. We are God created. Well, if we are the God created, it doesn't make a lot of it doesn't make a lot of sense to think we could hire a sculptor to chisel a god out of stone for us, does it? God overlooks it as long as you don't know any better. But that time is past. The unknown is now known and is calling for a radical life change. He has set a day when the entire human race will be judged and everything is set and right. And he has already appointed the judge, confirming him before everyone by raising him from the dead. At the freeze, raising him from the dead, the listener splits. Some laughed at him and walked off making jokes. Others said, let's do this again. We want to hear more. But that was it for the day, and Paul left. There were still others. It turned out who were convinced then, and there, and stuck with Paul. Among them, Dionysus and the Arophagites, and a woman named Damaris. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. And say, Big Thank you, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. You have a prolific day, everybody. God bless you. I love you. Praise God. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for being a part of this morning's devotion. I'd say a big thank you to Esteem Sister Maka for this opportunity. And um, today we'll continue with um, the story of Job. Hallelujah. Job. Um, We're reading Job chapter 6 to 8 this morning. And this is Job, Job's reply to Eliphaz. It says, God has done the works on me. Verse 1, Job answered, If my misery could be weighed, if you could pile the whole bitter load of the scales, it would be heavier than all the sand of the sea. Is it any wonder that I am bound? Is it any wonder that I'm howling like a caged cat? Arrows of God Almighty, I mean, poisons, poison arrows, and I'm poisoned all through. God has dumped the whole works on me. Donkeys bray and cows moo when they run out of pasture. So don't expect me to keep quiet in this. You see what God has dished out for me? It's enough to turn anyone's stomach. Everything in me is repulsed by it. It makes me sick. All I want is an answer to one prayer. A last request to be honored. Let God step on me, squash me like a bug, and be done with me for good. I'd at least have the satisfaction of not having blasphemed the Holy Ghost before being pressed past the limits. Where is the strength to keep my hopes up? Where is the strength to keep my hopes up? What future do I have to keep me going? Do you think I have nerves of steel? Do you think I'm made of iron? Do you think I can pull myself up by my bootstraps? Why? I don't even have any boots. 
when desperate people give up on God Almighty, their friends at least should stick with them. But my brothers are fickle as a gush in the desert. One day they are gushing with water. One day they are gushing with water from melting ice and snow cascading out of the mountains. Um, but by, mis by midsummer, they are dry. God is baked dry. In the sun, travelers who spot them and go out of their way for a drink end up in a waterless gulch and die of thirst. Merchants, merchants caravans from Tema see them and expect water. Tourists from Sheba hope for a cool drink. They arrive so confident, but what a disappointment. They get there and their faces fall. And you, my so-called um, friends, are you, are you, you my so-called friends are no better. There is nothing to you. One look at a hard sin and you shrink in fear. It's not as though I asked you for anything. I didn't ask you for one red cent, nor did I beg you to go out on a limb for me. So why all this dodging and shuffling? Confront me with the truth and I'll shut up. Show me where I've gone off the track. Honest words never hurt anyone. But what is the point of all this pious bluster? You pretend to tell me what's wrong with my life, but you treat me, but you treat my words of anguish as so much hot air. Hot air. Are people mere things to you? Are friends just items of profit and loss? Look me in the eyes. Do you think I would lie to your face? Think it over. No double talk. Think carefully. My integrity is on the line. Can you detect anything false in what I say? Don't you trust me to discern good from evil? There's nothing to my life, said Joe. Human life is a struggle, isn't it? It's a life, to, it's a life sentence to hard labor like field hands longing for quitting time and working steps with nothing to hope for but payday. I've given a life that meanders. I'm giving a life that meanders and goes nowhere. Months of aimlessness, nights of misery. I go to bed and I think, how long till I can get up? I toss and turn as the night drags on and I'm fed up covered with maggots and scabs. My skin gets scaly and hard, then oozes with pores. The days come and go swifter than the click of knitting needles. And then the yarn runs out an unfinished life. God, don't forget that I'm only a wisp of air. These eyes have had their last look at goodness and your eyes have seen the last of me. Even while you're looking, there will be nothing left to look at. When a cloud evaporates, it's gone for good. Those who go to the grave never come back. They don't return to visit their families. Never again will friends drop in the inn for coffee. And so I'm not keeping one bit of this quiet. I'm laying it all out on the table. I complaining to high heaven is bitter, but honest. Are you going to put a muzzle on me where you quiet the sea, the sea and still the storm? If I say I'm going to bed, then I'll feel better. A little nap will lift my spirits. You come and so scare me with nightmares and frighten me with ghosts that I'd rather strangle in the sheets than face this kind of life any longer. 
I hate this life. Who needs more any more of this? Let me alone. There's nothing to my life. It's nothing but smoke. What are mortals anyway that you bother with them? That you even give them the time of day. That you check up on them every morning. Looking on them to see how they are doing. Let up on me, will you? Can't you even let me spit in peace? Even suppose I had sinned. I would. That hurts you. I'm responsible for every human being. Don't you have better things to do than pick on me? I make a federal case out of me. Try. This man was frustrated. Why don't you just forgive my sins and start me off with a clean slate? The way things are going, I'll soon be dead. You'll look high and low, but I won't be around. The last chapter of the day, chapter 8. Build that response. Does God mess up? Build that from Fuha was next to speak. How can you keep on talking like this? You're talking nonsense and noisy nonsense at that. Does God mess up? Does God Almighty ever get things backward? It's plain that your children sinned against you. Otherwise, why would you have punished them? Or why would God have punished them? Here's what you must do. Oh my Lord. Here's what you must do, and don't put it off any longer. Get down on your knees before God Almighty. If you are as innocent and upright as you stay, it's not too late. He will come running. He will set everything right again. Reestablish your fortunes. Even though you are not much right now, you will end up better than ever. Put the question to our ancestors. Study what they learned from the ancestors. But we are newcomers at this. They love to learn and not too long to learn it. Why not let the ancients teach you and tell you what that what's that what instructs you in what they knew from experience? Can mighty pine trees grow tall without soil? Can luscious tomatoes flourish without water? Blossoming flowers look beautiful before they are cut or picked but without soil or water they wither more quickly than grass that's what happens to all who forget God. all their hopes come to nothing they hang their life from one thin thread they hitch their fates to a spider web one jiggle and the thread breaks one jab and the web collapses or they are like weeds springing up in the sunshine invading the garden spreading everywhere overtaking the flowers Getting a foothold even in the rocks. When the gardener rips them out by the roots, the garden doesn't miss them one bit. The sooner the godless are gone, the better. Then good plants can grow in their place. There's no way that God will reject a good person, and there's no way He will keep He will help a bad one. God will let you laugh again. Amen. Will raise the roof with shouts of joy. Your enemies thoroughly dis discredited. Your house of cards collapsed. Praise God. Thank you very much, everyone. And um, sorry for the little, little distractions. <laughs> Thank you. Over to you, Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Um,
going to be taking the communion right away. Where we take the confessions. Um, I don't know if you have the confessions with you. You can put it on the screen. I will take it first of all. Glory to God. So we're going to be taking the confessions. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. Hallelujah. In second place, so that I can put it up. I'm sharing this. Okay, thank you so much. Um. Praise God. Thank you so much, Esteem Pasanda Pandula. Okay, we're going to take this confession five times of the hundred times. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. First Corinthians 11 from verse 23 says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your body which was broken for us. Let our body be no more broken. We thank you, hallelujah. Nothing of us is missing, lacking or broken. For your body was broken for us. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we prayed. Amen. You may now break the bread and take it. After the same manner, also he took the cup. And when he had stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. These do ye 
as often as you drink in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the new covenant, for the new testament in your blood. Is a new reign, it's a new regime. Daily we remember that the works you wrote in us is ever new, is ever sure. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' name, amen. You may now take the cup. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, Jason Pasanda Pandula. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Glory, 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 glory to God. Good morning once again. Thank you, esteemed brother Martins and esteemed co-hosts for a beautiful time of fellowship. Glory to God. And today is the 5th of July, 2023. And we are celebrating you. It's a celebration segment. If it's your birthday, the birthday of a loved one. An anniversary, a special location you'd like for us to celebrate with you about. Please quickly come to the chat room and let us know about it so we can celebrate with you, glory to God. If also it's your first time with us and inspired by the word, we'd love to welcome you. Please come quickly to the chat room. Let us know your full name, what state or city you're connected from, if you're connected from within Nigeria, if you're connected from outside Nigeria, I would love to know the name of the country. And of course, who invited you? Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God. Any birthdays, any first-timers? Okay. Um... Brother John Waxon says, today is my birthday. Happy, happy birthday, esteemed Brother John. Oh, we have, okay, Mary Watson says, on the second was my younger brother's birthday, Samuel Watson, and today is my elder brother's birthday, John Watson. Happy, happy birthday to your brothers. Happy, happy birthday to Samuel and John Watson. Glory to God. Um, Sister Precious Okemita says today is my friend's birthday and her name is Ineka. Happy, happy birthday to Ineka. Glory to God, glory to God. Any other birthdays, first timers, be Lakoshta Kabaya. Yesterday was um, the birthday of my son, Gabriel. Okay, from Sister Emerald. Happy, happy birthday to your son. Glory to God. And Cynthia Claire says today is the birthday of two of my good friends. Um, I think that's Nengi. Cynthia, Cynthia and Sunita. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to them. 
O la cruce fradisco paradiso anamande kizutaki a la grondo shafradisco pelegisto lando fradista acta sakea. Lord, we thank you, O God, for those who are celebrating their birthdays using the same brother John as a point of contact. Liko sufriki zum pradagaba soto kubaka soti kibaya. Lord, we thank you. Ah, is their season of joy? Is their season of joy? They're experiencing joy unspeakable, full of glory. And with this joy, they draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Their steps are ordered of the Lord. Man It's a season of blessing, it's a season of increase. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory to God. We thank you. Hallelujah. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Okay, dear brother Judson, um, John Watson, please reach out to Esteem Sister Glennis. Her phone number is on the chat room um, so that we can celebrate you further. Okay, so we have says good morning, everyone. Um, I'm highly inspired this morning joining. This is my second day joining. My name is Moving Train, connected from Ibadan, Nigeria, invited by my spiritual mom, esteemed Dickiness Bosse. God bless. Oh, amazing, amazing. You're welcome. We are delighted to have you in our midst today. And we pray that you continually increase and grow and mature in the word of God. And in everything, you are led of the Lord. God bless you, and you are welcome. We're delighted to have you. God bless you all. Oh, glory to God. So we have our links on the group, and right now we are going to into our health class today. Over to you, esteemed Sister Kelvin Aries. We have links on the chat room that you can get connected with our groups. Uh, um, to our first timer, dear moving train, God bless you. Over to you, esteemed Sister Kelvin Aries. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Ma. God bless you, Ma. Um, esteemed Sister Kitlemo, if you're connected, kindly raise your hand so that I can um, make you course. Okay, so that I can unmute you. Esteemed Sister Kitlemo, Ma, are you here? Okay, um, just then. Okay, you can uh, kindly unmute yourself, ma. Can you hear me? Is it, is it in the truck? Okay, let me let me try to unmute you again. Okay, you can unmute yourself now. Dr. Kel, can the person raise? Can I make the person co-host? Okay, thank you, ma. As soon as that Kiki, can you just raise your hand? Okay, you're, you've Thank unmuted. You, you? Uh -huh. Thank you. Thank you. Over to you, ma. 
Thank you so much for the amazing opportunity. I want to thank Zamaka for this amazing opportunity to stress with, to share with us on this topic. So today I'm going to be sharing with us on, on stress, stress management. And within that, um, as fast and as quickly as possible. So, according to the definition, we have mental health and stress management is what we're talking about. And then mental health includes our emotional, psycho psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress related to others and make healthy choices. And then for stress, stress can be defined as a state of worry or mental tension caused by a difficult situation. Stress is a natural human response that prompts us to address challenges and treats and threats in our lives. Now, definition of stress management, stress management. Stress, stress management is the process of acquiring and practicing a variety of cognitive and behavioral techni techniques with the goal of managing and coping with stress. So stress management simply means um, getting techniques and ways to which we can actually manage stress. And we know that our day-to-day -day activities and our daily lives in Nigeria most of the time, or as adults, tend to entail stress. So we have strategies for stress management. The strategies for stress management are just ways at which you manage stress. And then most Mr. times- Please, can you be louder a bit? Okay. Thank you. Can I be heard now? It's better. Okay, ma, thank you, ma. So strategies for stress management are simply ways that we manage our stress. And they're long-term strategies. We have long-term strategies. We have short-term strategies. We have strategies that we do when we want to manage stress at home. We want to manage stress at work. We have strategies that can be put into place when you want to manage relationship stress. Now for in long-term strategies, exercise. Try as much as you can to do exercise. Exercises help our body system. Now, um, stress has two kinds of hormones that, um, that um, are activated in our bodies during stress. The first hormone that we have are the adrenalines. The adrenalines are those, um, they're the hormones that, that pick up. They are like um, a sensitive hormone that, um, that, that, that makes you run or fight or 
run for your life whenever you're in danger or you seem to see anything, maybe you get scared or then something happens. The immediate response to that stress is caused by adrenaline hormones. And then we also have the cortisols. The cortisols are the ones that immediately produce sugar that um, gives your brain a boost just because of your alertness or your excitement considering a particular thing at any time. So having to, having to have um, the production of cortisol consistently, cortisol production is not bad at all, but having to have it produced like consistently for a very long period of time is what is bad. And then most of the time exercises or having to run one or two exercises can actually help to reduce cortisol production in our bodies. Then eating well, having a good balanced diet, having a, um, not just eating just anything that you get to see, but eating um, adequate and balanced diet. Then, would have to practice mindfulness. As soon as I'm done, I'll give you, I'll shed more light on what mindfulness and meditation is. They go hand in hand. Meditation and mindfulness actually go hand in hand. Then you practice relaxation techniques and quiet times. I think um, Pasa, has, Pasa has explained how to practice quiet times to us before in his messages. They are similar to meditation times, but this time around, you just stay quiet in a particular place, in a very quiet place. It could possibly be a dark place. And it's always good to, always to practice having quiet times frequently and consistently. It helps to manage stress a lot. Then in short terms, you can take walks. Maybe um, a situation whereby you just had an argument with someone or maybe you are not happy about the situation around you. You can just walk away from the, from the place and then just take a walk. Or maybe it's um, stress in the house. The children are playing and then you just are overwhelmed with everything that is happening around. You could just take a walk. You could practice deep breathing. Deep breathing helps. I mean, just five seconds, five to 10 seconds, you can deep breathe. Just take a deep breath and then release. It helps a lot. That's in short terms. Then use aromatherapies. Aromatherapies are mixtures of essential oils and heated. They are, um, for instance, getting lavender oil and um, rosemary oil, for instance, and mixing them together and heating them. In a sense, in a sense of using diffuse, diffusers, you know, if you get these um, diffusers that when you put water in them and then you plug them to lights, when you just um, put any of these arom aromatic oils or essential oils in them, they just lit up the place. Those oils too tend to bring the tension in the rooms down. They always help a lot. 
and then massage like massage is another is another way of reducing of reducing stress then hugs from loved ones of course then at home as soon as it happens if you are having stress at home of course you can take action do what you have to do immediately if you have to correct what it is that is happening at that, at that particular time you do it some people will say, um, I don't get, when I get angry, I've gotten angry and that's it. I don't carry my anger to the next place. It's just a way of, of maintaining or um, managing stress for them, for themselves. As soon as they're done there, that is it. That's how it goes. You express yourself. You try to organize yourself also. Take our time. We have um, <clears throat> our time management. Stamaka has taught us on time management. That's a very good way to be able to organize yourself. If you're able to organize yourself from 5.30 a.m. when you're awake till maybe 4.30 when you're asleep, a.m. when you're asleep, you'd see that there'll be a lot of relief. There'll be time accustomed to every other thing. And you'll not be overwhelmed by things just suddenly coming up in your lives like that. So... Um, you can also get your own space. Getting your own space means that you can get a quiet space, somewhere you can just relax. I remember when while we were growing up, our parents used to have um, extra parlors, parlors where nobody comes into. When they go inside, it's just them and some specific um, um, visitors that come there and the rest of that. You can get a space. It might not even be necessarily in the house. Could just be somewhere where you go to reminisce and relax. Then for relationships, remove external stressors. We used to say something at my workplace that when you're coming to work, whatever it is that is happening to you outside, just drop it at the gate before you enter. So when you get to drop whatever it is that does not concern work or does not concern the environment where you're coming from, it helps you to maintain focus in that particular place you don't bring work stress to the house you drop it at the gates you don't take house stress to work you try as much as you can to balance everything at the same time then get to the root of the problem if there's any issue ensure you communicate communication helps now this is between relationships that you have with people it would be um relationship with your spouse with your children ensure you're the kind of person that your children can come to talk to and then create relationships with them unfortunately these days we have children who are also going under stress because the society at which we are in right now is different from the ones that we actually grew up in we have the phones we have um, social media we have all of them that are having ideas from different places at different times. They're mixing with different people. And then sometimes it can be stressful to children. So be a kind of person that is open-minded, especially to your child. And your child can always come to talk to you at any time. Having communication or creating communication between you and your family members and you and your friends can help to reduce stress. Now, we have improvements, improving health, health and mental health and well-being and maintaining a positive mindset. Use affirmations. 
thank God that we all have our affirmations. I mean, Brother Martins, excellent Brother Martins used to take us on affirmations and he used to tell us to take the remaining 95 in the day. Affirmations help us. As long as you say it in a certain, certain amount of time, it gives you this consciousness, helps you to relieve your tension, gives you peace most of the time. Then practice gratitude. That is another point. When you're always thankful, you're always thankful for what it is that you have, everything that is around you, even for challenging situations, you'd see that stress will be reduced. Then meditate. Pastor always emphasizes on meditation. And he had always told us in his messages that we have three types of meditations. So meditations has different stages and different levels, starting from the lower level up until you start to speak, which would lead you to your affirmations, of course. Then learn to recognize, stop, and change your negative thoughts. Learn to recognize, stop, and change your negative thoughts. It is a mindset. Whatever it is that you think you have in your mind is a mindset. If you're thinking that things would not work out, they would definitely not work out. But as soon as you start seeing the positivity in whatever it is that you're thinking about, everything opens up. It's a mindset. Then spend time with nature. Most times you try as much as you can to go out, drop your phones. You could, um, especially with in the age and time that we are in now, so many people tend to touch their phones at every minute and every second of their time. The only time they're not touching their phone is when they are sleeping. Even when they are sleeping, their brains are still working with their phones. Try as much as you can to go out, see nature, have picnics with family and friends, and be free. Then the next one is um, going on walks and meditation. We had already talked about that. Being grateful for everything you have and counting your blessings helps you stay positive and balance your life and your way of dealing with situations. You can never emphasize being grateful. Being grateful is a step in the right direction. Every, every time when you, most times when you want to pray and you start to thank you, Lord Jesus, for today, you'd see that your mind is open to possibilities. So there is no amount of limitation you can have when you're grateful. So now I'll be going into mindfulness, which is another um, caption. And okay, then- Sister, I think that that's all we can take for today. Um, the okay. 15 minutes is already up. Thank you so much. Right. Um, and thank you, esteemed Dr. Kelneris, for um, organizing these classes for us. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed um, Inspired by the Word family. I now um, we're taking these classes to bring you knowledge concerning certain things. You know that um, faith is not the denial of the facts, right? It's denying the facts, the control of our lives. This um, today, for instance, we're talking about stress management. We're not saying that um, the, the the word stress management. We're not saying that um, we're not celebrating stress, right? Neither are we saying that you should accommodate stress. Now, um, stress seems to be part of the daily lives of many. 
we live in a world that actually wants to stress you. Um, the programming of this present world wants to stress you. And we're telling you what the stresses are, um, stressors, you know, how they come about, um, the situations and the um, circumstances where you are likely to undergo stress so that you can predict them and you can also position your life in order to avoid them. For instance, relationship stress is one of the things that can be a, a major, a major um, fact for, factor for many. If you don't know how to relate with people properly, you will always have relationship stress. Anything anybody says about you will get to you. Anything anybody does to you will get to you. That's stress. You're bringing yourself under stress. You know, and she, she mentioned how that our children today, you may not realize, you know, um, some of you, you feel like, oh, you have enough money and then your child has a laptop, your child has, a, has, a, has an iPhone and um, in their school, highbrow school, everybody's feeling cool about what their parents are able to buy for them. Be careful the kind of things that you expose your children to depending on their ages. That every parent is doing it doesn't mean that you need it. If they have a laptop, it's fine. You know, maybe they have to do their assignments, do one or two things here and there every other day. If they have a phone, what's the purpose of the phone? Do they need a phone at this time? And who controls their use of the phone? Because even as an adult, how many of you, uh, you can use the chat room, how many of you actually, sometimes you spend time on social media and then it, it, it's as though you are hit from all sides with different kinds of information and different kinds of pressure. For instance, in, on social media, there's the pressure to, to, to meet up, the pressure to, um, you know how um, sometimes maybe people you grow up with are presenting a kind of life. You don't know what the surface is. You, only, you, you don't know what the background is. You only see what they put, put up there on the surface. Social media seems to have a way of wanting to tell you that you are not meeting up with expectations in life. Do I have a witness in the house? So if you as an adult can be pressured and stressed by social media, then think about what the children that you are exposing so early to phones are going through. So these classes, we're not having these classes because we're not people of faith. Or is it that we are not expecting to live in health? No, we bring you knowledge. So that these circumstances of life that are there and obvious will not control you, will not control your life. You determine how your life goes and not how the world wants your life to go. So receive the information that we bring to you with um, meekness of heart and also get the knowledge that you require to live a better and higher life. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Kike, for, for the thoughts shared today. I believe that everyone that was connected learned one or two things. So we've come to the end of today's devotion. I'll pray over the offering and then we can close. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the devotion today. Thank you for the things that we've learned. You said that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Thank you because in the area of our health, we are opening our hearts and our minds to knowledge in this season. 
so that we can make adjustments to our daily actions and attitudes and we can enjoy the life that you've brought to us. Father, thank you for the offering that we all offer today. Thank you because you are sanctified by the Holy Spirit and acceptable unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. Men give unto our bosom and the fruit of our righteousness are increased in the name of the Lord Jesus. We worship and adore you. The day before us is full of joy, full of excitement, full of celebration, full of victories and testimonies. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is so. At the workplace, we are joyful because there's reason for celebration. Everything is working together for our good. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As brethren, you can send your offerings to your churches, your PCFs, however it is that you give your offering. I like us at this moment to meet our mics as we share the benediction. And the grace of God. Amen. So alive.